<laughs> Top of the hour. Uh, we're doing it old school today. Uh, I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. I'm Ernesto Mancibo. <laughs> and together we are Robots, Robots vs. Taxes. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Now, if you're calling in to win that Corvette, you've reached the wrong channel. Oh, <laughs> have you reached the wrong channel? All right. What the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like I wanted to do a hack DJ voice. Oh, we really got to do a whole episode like that one day. Oh, I don't know if I could, I don't know if my soul could take that. <laughs> it's true. We might just vaporize into confetti <laughs> and cocaine. <laughs> today, today is Christmas Day. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, it's almost. I mean, we're only 100 days out from... Uh, the premiere of Black, Black Panther. Panther yeah. yeah, man. Can't wait for that. Me too. I can't wait for it either. Um, although, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, do you get that? Do you get the feeling in the air that it's like, it's kind of like the closer we get to uh, Black Panther, especially with the, like the situation with guns that's happening like right now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, do you fear that like with the racial tensions that are going on and like with the whole, gun shootings and stuff like that um that you know sir like should we be scared of going to the movies i um it's funny that you say that i I feel like i um mentioned that at some point in the past uh they that fear is definitely there for me at the very least um but then again like over the years uh mass violence in public spaces has become as much as I hate to say it, the norm. Um, right. It could get sparked off for any particular reason. If the wind blows the wrong way that particular day, somebody's just like, all right, I'm going to go to this movie that I know is going to be packed because everybody's going to see it and I'm going to cause some shit. Um, but the, the additional wrinkle of having it be a, an opportunity for somebody to wreak havoc and wreak havoc and hate, especially because they know black people are are really so excited to yeah. go out and see this film, or, or and just anybody who's a fan, first of all, yeah, or who has an understanding, um, is is fucking excited for this film. Yeah, I mean, I went, I went to like I couldn't help but be thrilled uh, when the trailer came up. And like I feel like every every uh, me and my wife we went to see Thor and I felt like every person of color like inc- like we were all like I was just observing the theater and it, it seemed like there was an excitement in the air it's just like oh man this looks so cool and at the same time there's the remember uh, like I keep telling you there's like the news that you feel uh-huh. it's like there's that dark side that that ta- that calls out to me. <laughs> reaches out to me with crinkled hands um <laughs> and it says something along the lines of like you, we better watch out yeah on that day you know like and that and that's kind of that's an ugly way to live i mean <laughs> it is it is um but i I am fully committed to supporting the hell out of this film. Absolutely, just because I I'm kn- going out to go see it. I'm I'm gonna see that multiple times. Oh, I haven't yeah. I haven't gone to see a, one particular movie multiple 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 times. Multiple times. 
let's use our words. Okay, let's let's do it one more time. Boop. Take two. <laughs> so I'm going to see this movie multiple times in the theaters. I haven't done that since the original Matrix back in 1999. Serious? When the original Matrix came out. And yes, listeners, again, we bring up Matrix oh, during man. the podcast. Uh, we can't help ourselves. <laughs> Um, we should have a swear jar, but instead of swears, it's like Matrix. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we'll, we'll have enough to uh, to take a trip to where they actually filmed it, yeah. you know, <laughs> like every locale. But, um, yeah, when that movie came out, I must have gone to the theater four or five times uh, to see it, sometimes just by myself. So if I had, like, two hours to kill, yeah. like I was going to meet – my girlfriend at that time, and I was just somewhere early. I'm just like, hmm, what do I do now? I think I'll go see The Matrix, yeah. you know? Because <laughs> back then, we didn't have um, we didn't have the internet the way we know it today. Right. Like, there was no way you were going to download an entire film and, like, watch it at home or something like that. That whole world hadn't existed yet. Your best bet was to find a good bootleg. And I never really had my feet in that world. Yeah, me neither. Because I was so scared. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. I did have two. I did own two two bootlegs. Uh, one of them was Forrest Gump, uh, and then uh, the other one was uh, what's it called? Fuck! Now I can't remember. It's not important enough to remember. I don't know. <laughs> it was some like you know porno. It was a it's a porno bootleg. It's a porno bootleg. Wow! Yeah, they filmed it right in the theater. Oh man! You can see the cameraman like every so often, like the the camera tilts to the side because the person next to him is like keeps hitting him with their elbows. Oh, <laughs> oh. It's like I'm trying to make a bootleg. <laughs> Asian anal aces three. No, that's not what it was. Um. <laughs> wow, man. I really want to I'm know so what this far, film was. I'm so far into this rabbit hole <laughs> now, uh, and I don't know how to get myself out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I was so afraid of going out and actually buying a bootleg because, one, back then, people weren't as brash as they are now. Like, no. you could be on any sidewalk, and they'll just put a blanket down, and all these DVDs with, like, movies that – are lit literally a block away are playing in the theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and yeah. they're just, I mean, no, I'm talking about now that's what they do. Back then, you had to, like, go somewhere. You had to know somebody. It's like, yeah, so-and-so's got those VHSs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you can get. Like, just go, you know, just go ask them. They only take cash, of course, you know. I want to um, see Fast and the Furious 1. It's <laughs> <laughs> like... Fast, that just came out yesterday. <laughs> Are you trying to sell me a ticket? No. You can watch it at home. <laughs> if you don't mind extra dialogue. <laughs> oh, man. So I was just afraid that I'd always like, you know, I'd plunk my money down. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go home. And I just hear, whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, officer, please. You know, and that that would have started my like downward spiral. Yeah, I know. You know, what are you in for? I bought a bootleg movie. <laughs> <gasps> I was a bootleg movie addict. <laughs> By the time I got to Forrest Gump, I knew it was a problem. <laughs> Just strap the tape around my arm. 
Pablo Martinez behind the music. <laughs> we'll return after these messages. Next up, Pablo Martinez describes Philadelphia. Oh, <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Don't. No. Don't. I don't want to lose the listeners. <laughs> we don't. We the, don't the, want the, the three listeners we have. <laughs> we don't want Matt to turn off his <laughs> his uh, iPod. Sorry, or his Matt. Phone. <laughs> you know, I can't take these guys anymore. That's it. Fuck this. <laughs> I'm done with this robots and or taxes. <laughs> All right. Third of our viewership just dips. <laughs> they hit the hand this graph. Well, I don't know what you guys were talking about, but a third <laughs> of your listeners just all cut out at once. You know, I'm just kidding. They don't tell us who the hell watches no, us or, uh, yeah, or listens course, to of us. Of course so. not. <laughs> It'd probably be too depressing. No. Yeah, totally. I don't. We don't know. care. No, of course not. <laughs> we do this for the joy. <laughs> we do. Th- we literally do because we're not getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> we pay them. Yeah. <laughs> There, oh, are man. No, there are no groupies. There are no rupees. There are no um, something else that rhymes with groupies. Smoothies? Smoothies. There are no smoothies. I, I don't know. I, I can't. We were yeah. talking about guns. Yeah. And then we just went That's off the right. rails. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 Which, off, which, in a way, segues yeah. into the segment. Yeah. Um, Guns. Guns. Talk about going off the rails. Uh, yeah, this whole country has been losing its fucking mind. It, it's just one tragedy after another after another. And I swear if one more congressman says we send our um, thoughts and prayers to the victims, it's just like that doesn't do anything paul ryan he he was um answering questions about like uh like somebody had mentioned like saying that thoughts and prayers doesn't really work it's like what do you say to the people that are saying that it's not so much thoughts and prayers as much as it is legislation towards gun control and he was like let me i'm paraphrasing of course but he was like let me tell you something (laughs) Praying works, okay? Jesus, it's like he's here right now. <laughs> it's creepy. Prayer just works. Uh, yeah. I, I like he said. He said he basically offered like his whole like thoughts and prayers work. So shut up. So m- yeah. more or less, that's what I yeah. gleaned from it. Pretty much, pretty much. And uh, of course, our our inglorious um, absence in chief, um, who was embarrassing us over in Japan this past weekend. He said that it's uh, it's an issue of mental illness. And one of the greatest rebuttals that I've seen online to that is that, you know, we have mental illness in Australia and Canada and a lot of the other first world industrialized countries. But we don't have this sort of gun violence. Do you know where that is? Gun control. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love... I love the the Republicans' response to this is like, "What's a gun?" Oh like they're just like, <laughs> they immediately start playing dumb, and then they're just like, then they turn around and they point the finger and they're just like, "How dare you politicize this?" Oh. Brown yeah. guy runs over like six people in New York in mm-hmm. this, in a terrible tragedy. They're just like, "We got to do something." Mm-hmm. This these brown people are coming in and they're trying to kill all of us. Like, no, because, you know, 
uh, Timothy McVeigh uh-huh. was a Catholic. Uh, and I don't remember uh, us deciding that all Catholics need to be watched mm-hmm. and like put on lists and be banned back to England. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say like the Caucasus Mountains. <laughs> the, the, that's that's a, a common misnomer. It's like. White people, Caucasians are not from the Caucasus Mountains, <laughs> but yet we call them that because uh, I don't know whoever came up with the terminology was just like Caucasians are the most beautiful. The people from the Caucasus are the most beautiful white people, so that's what we'll call ourselves. Um, but yeah, that's that's the state of our world today. Uh, two uh, gun, two massacres. In two months, and uh, I just get the feeling, wow, these the that this this country is starting to lose its mind. It's starting, jeez. Like, well, I mean, like it's escalating. I, I, it's like it, it used to be like every two months. <laughs> now it's every month. This country, um, I think, has and without being disparaging to anybody who um, uses these to control whatever condition they may have but this country has literally gone off its meds for the past eight years we had some really good medicine called the obamas yeah that were despite the ridiculousness that was happening around the country we at least had this focal point that we could be proud of this distinguished articulate family no um uh no dramas no scandals nothing like that at the very least we could look toward the apex uh of the country and at least be proud on some sort of level now when the uh when the lunatics are running the asylum it's it's no holds barred like i i feel like it the tide like, is turning though i feel like in a few months we will literally be uh looking at tickets on sales for uh for death race oh <laughs> you know and i refuse to watch any of those sequels what death the death race yeah movies? oh i never even watched like i didn't even watch the old one oh the, i forget who was in that probably russell crowe yeah, Ru- yeah. <laughs> no i don't think it was russell no Crow. not russell crowe i'm fucking... thinking of um What's his name? Uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Uh, no, nah, well, he wasn't in it. It was uh, fucking what's his name? <sighs> he was in The Godfather. Marlon Brando. No, no, no. His son. You know the guy who played Sonny. Marlon Brando Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Marlon Brando Jr. was in Death Race. Um, good job. <laughs> Thanks. Something. Something. Khan. Khan. Johnny Khan. No. Fuck it. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck my my movie memory isn't what it what it used to be. Anyway, um, let's let's get away from that whole death race <laughs> shit. I'm talking about like the the fact that like it feels like that the NRA itself. How much like I I'm. I'm kind of baffled at the amount of power that they have and the influence that they have to turn the national conversation into a like, 
how dare people politicize this kind of thing while at the same time lining the pockets of the politicians that are supposed to like help control this thing because the Trump administration isn't going to do shit. They're busy, you know, he's busy like making it saying that the Japanese are samurais in Japan. Okay. I took, <laughs> I took a little break from following, uh, this idiot, uh, and everything. Oh, that did he you says not, did you not hear that? I did not hear that. <laughs> um, I, you have to, you, I can't even begin to tell you. How I, crazy it's been. I, I literally am, feel compelled to like write a letter of apology. To, to the Japanese consulate? To the Japanese consulate. Just, just He doesn't something. represent us. We're not with him. <laughs> Please send help. Well, there was a great, uh, like, there was a great photo that I saw online where he was basically trying to, f they gave Trump a box of, like, fish food to feed like koi fish and he just dumps the entire box into the pond are you yeah oh. <laughs> then he he wondered aloud at like the japanese times reported that like he was wondering aloud why uh, a nation of japanese a uh, samurai warriors wouldn't intercept north korean missiles and i thought that was again wow Oh. But then there was another a video I saw where he was talking. He was he he was addressing uh, Japanese government officials, and he was talking about how you know your economy is good, not as good as ours, you know. <laughs> oh my God! But you know, and we intend to keep it that way. His words, amazing. Like it, like I. It would be this should be a sitcom, like if but it's just horrifying because it's real. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching Hot Shots Part Trois. Oh, <laughs> this is a nightmare. It's yeah. just like what? <sighs> but oh. he's not. He's not going to be doing. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit about like guns that are going like like the guns that are literally flooding the streets so much so that a guy who was who doesn't have a gun license who has a bunch of red flags uh being sent to a uh a psychiatric facility escaping at because he was uh first he was sent this the guy who did the shooting in in sunderland texas right mm -hmm. he uh got a dishonorable discharge from from the from the Air Force. From the Air Force, yes. Yeah, for breaking the skull of his son and beating the shit out of his wife. Yeah, yeah. He goes to a psychiatric institution. He gets sent to a psychiatric institution, escapes from that, and then has some kind of falling out between his wife and her family, and then decides to shoot up this church. Oh. Uh, but he had no gun license, and he still managed to get an AR-15 and go and start pumping people full of lead. It's, I mean, if that doesn't say how out of control this thing is, I, I don't know. I don't know. But the thing about it is the hypocrisy about it is that at, without the bat of an eye, he will like, I know Trump and other officials will start using Chicago as like, 
like we need to step in and do something about Chicago. Oh, of course. Because when, when black people have guns and stuff, that's when people are just like, we should do something uh-huh. about this. Oh, totally. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's uh, the, the hypocrisy is just written on the wall. It, it makes you. I mean, all you have to do is look back at the at the 1960s, early 1960s, when the Black Panther Party um, was out in force, even even after the 60s, actually. Um, but one of the one of the most iconic uh, visages of the Black Panther Party is seeing organized uh, black people who were armed. Um, and a lot of people like to draw some sort of parallel between them and the KKK, and which is com- <laughs> which is completely ridiculous. Yeah, because of course. That's a, uh, those same people are like like the Dinesh D'Souza's and the Tommy Lahren's of the world mm-hmm. are going to turn around and be like, Black Lives Matter. It's like the KKK. We've got to do something to guard ourselves. Yeah, yeah. It's these they're they're just. It's not that they're the same uh, idiots. It's you're just triggered by the word black. Yeah, you know they that's see all. black people and they see like, all right, we got to get organized. And then they're just like, holy shit, they're coming for our children. You know, it's like no motherfucker, we're coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, uh, the Black Panther Party was about uh, protection of the community because uh, they were active during a time when. They basically had next to no legal recourse on protecting themselves from police misconduct and police brutality. I mean, it's when you when you look at back then and uh, our society now, not that much has changed in that respect. But um, they organize themselves, and part of that is by having uh, guns. Uh, the The point of that is. That when people, when people arm themselves uh, in this country, it's usually for the same reasons. And I'm talking about when it's when it's people of rational mind. However, depending on the type of person holding it, if it's a if it's white people arming themselves to protect themselves from the government or some sort of uh, police action, they're characterized a certain way, but they're not frowned upon the way black and brown people are when they do it for the exact same reason yeah i i remember some like i know i'm gonna i'm botching history like but i mean you know this isn't this isn't a fact-based podcast you know well, take what we say <laughs> take take especially when we go into history take what we say very loosely but what i'm what i'm what i'm saying is that hold on a second hold on a second. i have to i have to amend that we're not out here like spreading lies yeah no of course not we're just not um we don't have a budget for a for like research for a fact che- have- for fact checking department <laughs> yeah but it all comes from a place of general truth. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yes, exactly. Sorry. Sorry for making us sound like a bunch of fucking dirty liars. <laughs> it's like, we're, we got to protect ourselves from the unicorns. <laughs> They're amassing caches of guns. <laughs> and attaching it to their horns. It's terrible, people. Just ask Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> or don't because or you know die. yeah fuck that guy <laughs> alex jones uh, 
Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. You were saying. You need a bag of dicks. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, during that time, during the time period of, like, the, before the Black Panthers, when the NRA was starting to gain a foothold, right? I think what was happening was that they were strengthening the Second Amendment. They were just, like, pushing for the Second Amendment laws, and they were they were standing behind that. And then as soon as the Black Panther Party started arming themselves, they were just like, you know what? Uh, let's put some restrictions. Yeah. Absolutely. And then after the the Black Panther Party was disbanded, but mm-hmm. because it was disbanded, mm-hmm. um, that's when they were just like, uh, uh, is the coast clear? Second Amendment. Yep. Basically, if if all people of color got together tomorrow and started buying guns legally, yeah, on, just legally on mass, there would be <laughs> gun control regulation and reform. Yeah. By the end by of the, end the, of the day. month. Oh, by the end of the day. You're by right. The end Within of the seconds. Day. They, they would be they'd be like, oh, look at this legislation we just happen to have typed up as they drop like this fifty pound. Yeah. <laughs> it could kill five Mitch McConnells if they stood on top of each other. <laughs> like, let's just sign this into law. Oh, wow. Background checks, mental illness, blah blah blah, this and that and the other, you know. Yeah, holy shit! They'd they'd come up with all sorts of shit. They'd be like, if your, uh, if your grandfather was melanated beyond this point, um, you might have gun restrictions. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh man, it's like a reverse Jeff Foxworthy. Mm. Uh, we had it bad enough with just regular Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> uh, you know what I? I kind of take that back. I don't even really hate the guy. Well, Jeff Foxworthy? Yeah. I mean, he 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 took a kitschy thing and made bajillions yes, off of he it. Did. Like Living comfortably like, in his Wrangler jeans. <laughs> props to you, brother. Because yeah. he, he, he did that <laughs> you, shit. You did it. He got in. He did his thing. Got out. Like, you know. Still rocking the same haircut from 1989. Hey, he knows where his bread's buttered. <laughs> Speaking of bread's buttered, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. I'm Ernesto Mantibo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, in the world. In a world. In a world. Of fun, geeky stuff. Oh, yeah. We. Um, so hot. What? Norse god action. I wouldn't call it. I, uh, <laughs> I was. Uh, gonna... I mean, he he had to have been human where he was. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you meant it yeah. that way, yeah, yeah, sure. Of course, of course. Humidity. I'm seeing that. Like, I'm saying that Sakar is tepid. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! That's a word that I have not had circulating in my head for a long time. Tepid. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to. I'll have to use that this week. Put it in a sentence. But um. We both saw Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Not together. Right. Because uh, my co-host here uh, took a little special somebody. Yeah, took my wife. You know, every time you say your wife, I feel like you're rubbing it in my face. (laughs) No, no, no. But seriously. um, Uh I'm married. (laughs) 
But seriously, special shout out to uh, Pablo and Sabrina for celebrating one year of marriage. We this made past it. Weekend. We did it. You guys did it. You said you'd do it, and, and we you did, did it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a very incredible achievement. Um, so he went um, with his wife, and I went uh, the way I usually do, alone, alone, alone. Did you go alone? Yes. Ah. Because the last time I took somebody to a movie. Oh, shit. Right. Uh, everything that followed didn't turn out too well. I thought it would. Yeah. But uh, let, let's <laughs> then just you say. you saw that raccoon's head in your stew the next morning. Yeah. Let's just, let's just say, dear listeners, it's an ongoing situation, which I um, I hope resolves, it's, resolves itself uh, amicably. Anywho. You have any, any last words for all the listeners? Oh, so she, you know what? That's so <laughs> fucked up. If, if if I don't make it, listeners, you're going to be listening to a few really sad podcasts. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, I was just joking. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> I mean, he's alive. He's just, you know, kidnapped. That's all. <laughs> we don't know where he is. I keep getting toes. There's <laughs> no way he has 11 toes. <laughs> oh, God. But anywho, uh, <laughs> you would think that they've sent it over the course of 11 days, but they just sent it in one day. <laughs> just like a pile of toes sent through Amazon. <laughs> anyway, none of them are skin tone. No, exactly. <laughs> like, one of them looks very much like it came from like an East Asian, South Asian man. <laughs> She's just going around cutting random toes. Um, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> but um so anyway yeah we saw thor ragnarok <laughs> jesus and uh yeah this was a real treat because marvel movies they they only come out uh but so often per year yeah and uh in mass <laughs> yeah. every so often per year <laughs> and uh this one was super fun i mean i i personally uh, enjoyed the first two Thor movies for what they were, um, but I do recognize that they didn't have the same uh, pizzazz that the the rest of the Marvel universe usually displays. Yeah, I mean, it to me it's like the least memorable of all the the Marvel movies are the Thor movies. But it's true that changed. But we can't be too hard on Natalie Portman. Do you do you think it's her fault? <sighs> I do not. T- I don't. I don't think. All right, go ahead. Say what you're gonna say. Look, I love Natalie Portman. Yeah. I thought she was awesome in uh, The Professional. I knew back then that she was a talent. Um, I've seen her in various other films, and she's a, she's a really great actress. She is. But there was just nothing. There was nothing for her in the films, and I think she recognized it at a certain point and just said, "Nah, sorry, guys." And yeah, I mean, I mean, there uh, doesn't seem like they're gonna give her the Thor franchise anytime soon. Yeah, like they're not gonna switch over to Jane Foster Thor, right? Which I want to happen. Hey, who knows? After Infinity, the Infinity War movies, anything could be yeah, uh, I know. possible. I'd love, I'd love if, if they just yeah. threw us all through a fucking loop. Anyway, yeah, we're getting ahead of, ahead of ourselves. Um, but Thor Ragnarok was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, 
Lots Possible of humor. spoilers, people. Oh, Possible spoilers. Definite spoilers, yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, we we learn of the um, of Thor's uh, whereabouts since um, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's doing his Thor thing. Yep. Through the realms, um, and we also learn the whereabouts of one Bruce Bruce Banner. Banner. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, that's the Hulk for the uninitiated. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo for those who know. Um, but yeah, I I thought it, I thought the like, do you honestly remember Thor or Thor one or like Thor the Dark, what have you? The Dark World. Yeah. yeah. Do you really remember? Do you, do you think about those movies and you're just like, that's a cool scene, or that's a cool moment in those movies. Uh, for the second one, yes. The first one, not well. The first one, not as much as the second, but the the whole sequence with the uh, the destroyer. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I thought was, was really intense because cool. I I was just like, man, that thing looks like it can really kill. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't want to be up against that. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, the kind of the look of it reminded me of a. Uh, uh kane from robocop 2 yes yeah yeah especially with the face that meets at yeah, a yeah uh, it's like triangular. it's yeah. like very triangular absolutely um so i thought that was that was kind of cool um that well, i just awesome. i just rewatched. yeah i know if like <laughs> if thor's like trying to take down the destroyer can't do it and then robocop shows up and he's like kane <laughs> And the screen pops out of the destroyer's <laughs> face, and you just—it's <laughs> like ah, oh, millions and millions of dollars of hardware, and they couldn't give it the ability to yeah, speak, no. just growl. Yeah. <laughs> Where's King? <laughs> <laughs> oh Stay tuned for democracy now. Up next. Uh, <laughs> oh God! You know, I I think I'd actually like to see that mashup just to see RoboCop, because <laughs> RoboCop never gave a fuck, man. No. He was just like, I, you know, I have a job to do. You know, <laughs> protect the innocent, uphold the public trust, uh, serve, uh, wait, serve the law, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to walk over to this vastly superior robot very slowly, <laughs> and still take it yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> he always reminded me of Godzilla, the way he walks. It's just like. Anyway, uh, before we tour to get towards a Robocop versus Thor. Um, yeah, I never saw. I never like. I just love that this one is so different. Mm-hmm. But it does not like if you watch the two, the three movies in succession, mm-hmm. you'd be like, "What the fuck happened?" Like it's obviously a different director. Oh yeah, takes it in a completely different direction. And Thor, his personality isn't like, "I must do what I must do in order to, you know, serve Midgard." <laughs> It's not that anymore. It's like, hey, let's all have fun. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Hulk. You know, he's been hanging. He's out. been broed out. He's been hanging out in Midgard too long, and he's just like, you know what? I need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> That's right. It you does. Know? 
I mean, if we if you, if I mean, if we're going to go full canon here um, in between uh, Avengers two and Thor Ragnarok, at some point, Thor was just li- living in a regular flat with uh, a roommate. Oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't we talk about this? Like there was, there was the like, last yeah, podcast or one of these podcasts. Yeah, it's yeah. like there was like a Marvel one shot or something like that. Yeah. And is he rooming with Donald Blake or is it has that been confirmed or not? I have not confirmed okay. that, but that that would be awesome. That would be that very was. nerdy. <laughs> but, uh, what that would be. But the guy was just like a regular nerdy guy yeah. trying to live with this, you know, God Norse of God. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it got quite funny yeah. uh, during certain parts. But um, there was even a part where like. I think he was trying to like reach out to Tony Stark. He's just like, "Hey, I, I haven't heard from you guys in a while. Like, uh, is everything okay? How's Cap? Yeah. You know, like." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so yeah, his personality definitely did change. I, for one, while watching Thor Ragnarok, was so happy when they cut that oily mop from his head because there was something. Since the beginning of that, it looks like movie, oily spaghetti. Oh, I was just like, at any point, it's going to turn into what Paolo absolutely hates. Well, oh no, my guy, guy with dreads. dreads. Like it was, Damn. it was, go- it was starting to mat. I could see it starting to mat. Fucking Thor doesn't take Norse showers. <laughs> Next thing you know, he was going to start smoking weed. Yeah, I know. Playing hacky sack. <laughs> yeah. Look at what I've learned. I could, I could totally see him doing that with this new Thor. But I loved it. It felt like, and um, while I was on my uh, on the way to to go see the movie, I actually ran into a friend of the show, John Zaluga, and he told me that uh, it reminded him of Flash Gordon. Like, mm. and I was like, yeah, it totally mm. does. Uh, death to Ming. Um, <laughs> ah. <laughs> He'll save every one of us, but that's that's the feeling that I got from it. And that's kind of like, hold on, I'm, I've been holding in a burp for like th- f- four minutes. Let right. her rip. All right, hold on. Ah, uh, it's a letdown. Damn. Wait, wait, wait. No, here it comes. No, it's gone. Damn All it. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's definitely the feeling I got because I always thought that Thor, the the previous two movies, took themselves way too seriously. Well, you know, Thor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I always thought like the way the old comic books are drawn, it looks like something that would be kind of printed onto the side of a of a shagging wagon. Um, you know, seventies <laughs> dudes are just like, "This is my shagging wagon." No one's got a wizard holding two AK forty sevens, riding a unicorn. There's a babe over here, and babe over there. A lot of magic going on, you know. <laughs> that's kind of like, and, and that's kind of what happens. It's like you see, you know, no, as guardians holding uh, AK-47s. Yeah, there was just a lot of like, it was very like it didn't take itself too seriously. The fight scenes were amazing, especially yes. when it. Remember that first fight scene when he takes on all those demons? Yeah. And yes. his just whipping around that uh-huh. hand. I was just like, I've never seen him use Mjolnir like that in any of the movies. It looks bad. The it looks so fucking badass. It was so cool. It was yeah. so cool. Um, what was the uh, the Valkyrie's name? Her name. I, I I can't remember her name. I just remember her being addressed as Valkyrie. 
Okay. Um, oh, she was a Valkyrie. Yes, she was a um, Valkyrie. I'm so that's not her official title. I know the real the real uh, actress's name is Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Um, first of all, I want to say I th- I think I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> she was just couldn't take my eyes off her on the fucking screen. Her, her when she first arrives on the scene, I was like, this might be. One of my favorite like character entrances <laughs> since the third man. Um, go watch the third man, people. Uh, but that it, it, her entrance is great. She just like gets off the ship, and then it's just like <laughs> that motherfucker is mine. And then she's just—you'd think she's gonna do some badass shit. Nope. Face plant, right? <laughs> right. Drunk in. falls right <laughs> off of her own ship. Oh man! I was like, I love this character. I love this character. <laughs> but when they, but when they depicted her scene again, spoiler alert, uh, she is the last Valkyrie from Asgard, uh, because the rest were killed in an epic battle with Hela, and the whole that whole depiction of like, I wish they had stayed with that that battle a little more. Oh, it's just like this. This cloud of Valkyries riding winged horses going after Hela. And it was like in that beautiful slow motion yeah. and like everybody was being killed, but she was still like going for it. It was just I was just like, oh. I wish that scene was a lot longer. Oh, I could watch this like yeah. for an hour. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was. Oh, man. I loved Korg. Korg. <laughs> they totally changed him around from the comic. They did. They did. In the comic, he was. I got the impression he was like this deep voice, solemn, you know. It's like no one understands Dad. me. You know, I fight on behalf of my race. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought he was going to sound like. And when he opened his mouth and that voice came out, I was like, "This, I, I totally love this. I love everything about this." Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm my Korg. name, my name's Korg. That's Meek, <laughs> and Meek <laughs> just spent most of his time trying to be badass. Yeah, like he's just like, I've got these knives and this suit. Do that, but that's the thing is, like, I wish, I wish they had stayed with the Planet Hulk storyline. Mm. Like, I wish that was his own its own movie because it's so weird and like kind of crazy and out there. And they only spent a few at like. A third of the movie there, with uh, yeah. with by the way, one of my favorite uh, characters of all time now, uh, the, <laughs> the Grandmaster, <laughs> the Grandmaster, played by none other than Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is a <laughs> national treasure. <laughs> Could put him in anything yes. for Pete's sake. They were just like. Be Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) (laughs) Hold this melting stick and just be Jeff Goldblum. Oh, my God. Was he not some of the best? Like, he was. It was so great. (laughs) He was. appearance in the movie was amazing. He was just unbelievable. Oh, that there was a point where his assistant had referenced uh, the slaves. And he was like, he was like, "Ah, ah, 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 ah." it's like. You know, I don't like that word. He's like, <laughs> like, what do we call him? He's just like, oh, oh, uh, uh, prisoners with jobs. jobs. Yeah, some <laughs> like it's just like, mm, there we go. Like it better. Oh, 
He was amazing. He was amazing. And I, yeah, and I also agree. I wish they had stayed with the Planet Hulk uh, angle a little longer. Though I have to say, um, though I really love the the iteration that they put on screen, I felt like they they made Hulk almost a little too funny. Yeah. In certain I, ways. Like, I felt like he lost some of his... He's not the Savage Hulk. He's more like... Bro Hulk? Bro Hulk right yeah. now. Although there was a moment where I was like... Hulk, like it, it did kind of bring me back to the whole reason why people fear the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Was when he was Bruce Banner arguing with yes with Thor yes exactly and then he's just like what the fuck do you, what do you want me to do do you want me to you know and he starts <laughs> he starts changing and I'm and I was like whoa 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 <laughs> and Thor's like okay all right okay the sun's getting real low yeah. <laughs> sun's getting real low <laughs> I love that they kept that like they yes. brought that the like- battle between him <laughs> and Thor. When he's like trying to be like, "Hey, sun's getting real Hello. low, buddy. Sun's getting real low," and then, you know, Hulk is starting to remember um, <laughs> Black Widow, and then he looks up and it's just Thor's doofy smiling face. <laughs> like Chris Hemsworth, props to that guy. He can he has the doofiest smiley face I've ever seen. <laughs> they it's, it's almost like they were making fun of themselves a little bit. It's just yeah. Like, hey, you know, remember this yeah. that we did in Avengers? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. It's like, nope. <laughs> but it's, it didn't, it, it's weird because it didn't take away from the fight scenes. The fight scenes still seemed yeah. very like, holy shit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Two titans. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to spit, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but, um, Thor loses a lot mm. in this movie, which I like. I kind of wanted to talk to you about because, you know, it, it's no secret Thor loses his hammer in the trailer. I'm also disappointed that there wasn't a an Infinity Stone in there. That was that was a theory of mine. I was. I'm glad. I'm glad that it didn't revolve around uh, the Infinity Stone MacGuffin because I'm I'm kind of tired of like I know they're kind of gonna do that with Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But um, I was just hoping my theory was right so I could rub it in everyone's face. But <laughs> alas, <laughs> whose face this is the ter- first time I'm hearing about this? Just, theory. Ev- just everybody's everybody face. Everybody else. Ev- I'm no, I mean everyone. 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 Just <laughs> even people who don't know about these movies, just like ah, the stone was in his hammer. <laughs> like, sir, do you want fries with that? Yeah. Or do you still want this pumpkin spice latte? No, I want the gem <laughs> in the hammer. <laughs> security, <laughs> Starbucks security. Who is that? Like Todd from the back. <laughs> I have a mop. Oh. It's like, sir, if you'll stop, we'll give you a $3 Starbucks gift card. <laughs> I can't even get a straw with $3 here. <laughs> it's true. So. I'm going on break. <laughs> permanent break i'm quitting um but yeah thor was i i I just thought that hit the whole goofiness kind of it was cool but that i was hoping that there would be moments where um thor would 
come off a little bit more imposing. I guess he does do that, especially when he becomes the god of thunder. Yeah, he really uh, finds himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I and he becomes more like Odin. Yeah, he does. Um, he does. That was really interesting. That was really brutal too. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, because I don't like. She wasn't. This is the thing. Hella wasn't in it enough. <laughs> Hella was. Hella was such a cool character, and when she starts fighting Thor, it's brutal. Like yeah. she beats his ass, and I kind of like that. I kind of like like the the female villain who can just like you want to fuck with me. I'm going to kick the shit out of you. And I think they cast it perfectly. I think the the actress really bought a life to. To Hela, who's yeah. you know who's the the goddess of death. Um, yeah. I love when she would just run her hands over her head and like the horns would come out. I was just like, yeah, that I like. So cool. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I don't know. I just thought that she was kind of like. I just thought she was a cool, cool character. Mm. Um, do you think we'll see her again? I I think so. I like I I uh, I am. Doubling down on the theory that th- she's gonna be Thanos's death, like th- she keeps stressing that over and over. I'm the goddess of death. I'm the goddess of death. She says that almost as much as uh, Danny Bland <laughs> says, "I am the immortal Iron Fist. I'm the projector of Kunlun." <laughs> but I mean, he says it with a desperation. She says it with like <laughs> he says it with the desperation of somebody who's got diarrhea. <laughs> I gotta go to a bathroom. I'm the immortal Iron Fist, the protector of Kunlun. Uh, <laughs> Please believe me. <laughs> Just need the keys to use your bathroom. <laughs> Whereas uh, Kate Blanchett has like a very like um, elegant uh, power behind when she says like I am the goddess of death, but she says a whole a lot. Yeah. Um. So I kept thinking that the reason why she keeps reiterating it is because as a wink and a nod to Marvel fans. Being like, uh, because Thanos is in love with the physical embodiment of death, and I don't think that uh, the mouse wants something else. Is like, oh, I don't think uh, death <laughs> is a, a good give, like starting point for a, you know, <laughs> like I don't think him and his board of uh, trustees approve of of death actually being in the movie. So I think that they're going to choose Hela as uh, Thanos's love interest okay. during Infinity War. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of this film that we could still uh, go into. And we'll, we'll probably touch on it in uh, subsequent uh, podcasts. In future episodes, yeah. But uh, one thing I definitely want to touch on is the uh, the post credit scene. Well, scenes. There were two. W- which one? Uh, Was it the ship? The ship. That's, uh, I mean. That's Thanos' ship. Yeah. Yeah, I think which I'm like, I feel really like that actually got me a little frightened because I was just like, he spends so much time trying to save so many people and only to wind up in the hands of the most evil person in the whole universe. Yeah, he'll probably. Yeah, he'll probably definitely use them as a uh, some sort of uh, leverage. Um, that's fucked up but whatever happens after like the screen blacks out sets the scene for whatever the infinity well what we heard what we've heard of the way the infinity war trailer 
starts. Uh, it still hasn't been released yet. No. And I'm wondering when the hell <laughs> is it going to be fucking released? The Russo brothers uh, released like some kind of little video saying like all good things come with time. It's like some kind of mu- like a clip of a music video. Oh, <laughs> this is disgusting. Like when are they going to come on? Come on. Think, <laughs> don't ask me. I'm like, I'm, I don't have any power. Not any real power. The power of imagination. <laughs> Wee! Uh, <laughs> and that's yeah. when I have lost my mind. Um, well, well, whatever happens uh, sets the scene for the beginning of the Infinity War trailer where they say um, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, come across something floating in space, and as they approach it closer, they realize that it's actually Thor. It's Thor, yeah. Floating through space, and he's like, we have to get to Earth, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I I love that that <coughs> they hit Thor and then they're just like uh, rockets like get it off the screen get it <laughs> off get it off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can't wait. I I really can't wait for the Infinity War trailer to drop. <sighs> Whatever the hell that's gonna be. Yeah, they'll probably drop drop it the day before they release the film. I hope so. Like I honestly because I'm so tired of movie trailers <laughs> now. Movie trailers are just like. You know, we're gonna spoil ever. Like I told, I, I talked to you about the Last Jedi trailer. Like I finally saw it mm-hmm. because it played in the in the theater where they were screening Thor, and I was just like, they gave away one plot point, and I was just like, no, because that feels like it happens halfway in the movie, mm. and mm. I don't want to like I don't want to see that. Like that whole line about like we, I have to kill the old world to make the way for the new. You know, that's true. I mean, but. Maybe maybe they're trying to lead us in a different direction because it seems like they're being very purposeful with everything about uh, The Last Jedi. Um, it's going to be a very heavy film, um, it feels like anyway. But, uh, but yeah, um, I- I- the Infinity War. I mean, imagine, what if they're like really, wh- what if they really push it and they just... <laughs> They do like they did at the end of the Matrix Reloaded, like they oh they just cut it off like ha- like at a very pivotal moment like it's l- like dun 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 like let's say at the end of Black Panther, um like the movie ends into the Infinity War trailer like you know oh and then you hear a narration I would, yeah <laughs> I would freak the fuck out they actually get like the Oracle from the Matrix yeah. to narrate. <laughs> I see gems. <laughs> I see darkness coming. I see death. <laughs> I would lose my shit. Because, like, in the... I mean, it's no secret. We saw the bootleg version of the Infinity War trailer. I mean, Mantis talks about... Like, you you hear her talk about him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of am looking forward to that happening. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. We'll see. Uh, I guess that's a good place to cap it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, y'all. Yeah, man. You guys take care. Yeah. I'm Ernesto Mancibo. I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And together we are Robots vs. Taxes. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You have yourself a nice day. Song of the Week. <laughs> <laughs>